Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mess Hall Podcast, and happy St. Patrick's Day. It's our theme song. We're going to try some food. It's our theme song. Jazz hands. The Mess Hall Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATV. And this week's podcast shout-out is going to Modern Manhood. I know we've promoted them on the podcast before, but this is their 100th episode, so I'm going to... And I'll play a little clip it here and enjoy. In the modern world, for men, modern society has created a reawakening of the question, what does it mean to be a man? It is not as clear-cut as it once was, and the answers are as varied, infinite, and complex as can be. This is where the podcast Modern Manhood comes in. Join me, Herman Vijegas, as we explore how the different views of masculinity shape our daily life. For example, how the way we date, parent, school, and play are affected by the many shapes modern masculinity has its handle on us. This is the lives of men, as flawed, authentic, and complex as can be. This is Modern Manhood, a proud podcast of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATV. I hope you enjoyed that, and I hope you go and listen to that podcast because it is a good podcast i've listened to it before so we're going to get on with our saint patrick's day episode all right thanks Abe. we have a lot to go through so i know we have a lot of green food in front of us so we're celebrating saint patrick who was a christian missionary who is said to bring christianity to ireland in the fifth century um although it's said that he drove snakes out of ireland uh-huh. it's Actually, there were no snakes in Ireland, so it's kind of like a metaphor that he drove the pagans or the druids out. Okay. And that ties in with our theme of green. Green foods is what we're trying today, so... So is there a story behind green food and St. Patrick's? No, just green, necessarily. Okay, so Ireland green. (laughs) Yeah, um, well, first... St. Patrick used a shamrock to kind of explain the Holy Trinity to the Druids, and a shamrock's green, so there's that. Okay, yeah. Also, now, excuse my pronunciation, but goidal glass (laughs) is an ancestor of the Gaels, and I guess he was bitten by a snake, and Moses saved him from the snake bite, but a green mark remained until he led his people to the land of free snakes, which also ties in the green. Um, also, his last name also means green in Irish language. Okay, nice. Um, also, Ith, who have no idea who is that is, was said to have built, climbed a tower built by his father in Spain, and he sees a green island, and he just feels compelled to go see it, and it's Ireland. Okay. You know, a land of the green yeah. and all that. Yeah. And there's lots of orders, associations, political stuff that use green in the past, so... Okay. So kind of green is... That's more than I ever thought. I just thought it was St. Patrick's Day. He drove the snakes from Ireland and we drink. Yeah. Well, I guess even though it's 
St. Patrick's Day and Christianity. I guess even though St. Patrick's Day takes place during Lent, it's kind of forgiven that you can eat and drink and uh, that kind of. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's why there's the stereotype with alcohol. And I know that I gave up green Kool-Aid for Lent, so I'm glad that I can have it today. Yes, yes. So, and you know what? That is our first thing. It ties in. <laughs> well, first, I, I just have one quick fact. It's just that Newfoundland, in Newfoundland, St. Patrick's Day is a public holiday for provincial workers. Oh, nice. Yeah. But anyway, Kool-Aid. It's <laughs> a lot on Kool-Aid. Yes. It was first developed by Edwin Perkins of Hastings, Nebraska in 1927, and it was first a concentrated form, and it was called Fruit Smack, (laughs) (laughs) which I think is a better name. Yes. Um, In 1931, he made it into a powder because it reduced shipping costs Uh and called it Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah? And it's, (laughs) oh, yeah. (laughs) I meant to say, oh, yeah, so many times so far, but I (laughs) held back. In my mind, the Kool-Aid man also sounds like Macho Man, so... Yeah. I I am not crazy in that, right? Like they, they're kind of okay. Yeah. Um it's the official soft drink of Nebraska. Soft, soft drink, drink? Ju- if you go to the just the meaning of that means non-alcoholic, soft. Oh. Hard is alcoholic like hard lemonade. Yeah, I always thought soft drink was like carbonated. Yeah, like pop. Often or soda. it it mostly is, but there's a couple of little like some lemonades are okay. considered soft drinks. Nice. Um, and Hastings still has celebrates Kool-Aid by having Kool-Aid Day in August. <laughs> so there's a couple of references. There's the electric Kool-Aid acid test by Tom Wolfe, which, which references Ken Casey and the Merry Pranksters who, who uh, spiked Kool-Aid with LSD in the 1960s as a prank. <laughs> Good and prank. the other reference is drinking the Kool-Aid. Yes. Which comes from the Jonestown Massacre, 1978, in which Jim Jones Jones and his followers drink a vat with Kool-Aid and a whole bunch of poisons. Yeah. Um, there's controversy if it was Kool-Aid. Some people think it might have been a drink called um, gel, gel Cert, which is a similar type drink. There's documents showing that there was Kool-Aid on the premises. So yeah. Kool-Aid tried to kind of, I think, push that it was in them but there's evidence that it was and you know we're going to start off with a drink and although it's not alcoholic we're going to have a toast never let your right hand know what your left hand is doing (laughs) well that's exactly how i remember it and i don't like it i didn't like green kool-aid as a kid i don't like it now that is lemon lime kool-aid and it reminds me of growing up we had a lot of kool-aid in the house mm-hmm. it's a lot less sweet than i remember because when i would make it it said <laughs> we follow the directions when yeah, we yeah. make something on this episode yeah we we follow the instructions as much as we can almost perfectly because we want to have that recipe what that company, company. suggests yeah so when I used to make it as a kid, it said a cup of sugar. It was usually a cup and a half to two cups or a free pour. <laughs> yeah. So, and I also remember as a kid, and I don't know if anybody in the audience remembers, but having Kool-Aid points on the yeah, back of each one. Yeah, I remember those. And, we, and I probably mentioned it on the podcast before where I had, we saved up and we sent in for 
the Kool-Aid mug, the jug. Oh, the pitcher with all yeah. the little cups. We had that. Yeah. And I remember it was purple. Oh, no. Mine was kind of clear, like opaque, like oh, yeah. kind of clear. Yeah. I think it was like, Or kind of anyway. like white. Yeah. I should ask Not clear, was, I guess. So. Yeah. You probably could have got different kinds, maybe. Never. Yeah. Or maybe, I feel mine might have been older. I'm the last kid. I'm older than you. That It was so, used so much that it just became clear. <laughs> no well actually kool-aid is uh stains so a lot of people will use it as dye yes i and remember I'm, people use it as hair dye yeah i remember that in the 90s to get yeah. bright yeah i remember that too i've never done it but no neither have um, i so i never liked green i loved orange kool-aid as a kid and red was okay but i, I never yeah. liked green so green was all right and i it was it was good i think it would just be nicer a little bit colder like it says on the package with some ice cubes. Some ice cubes. And a hot summer day. Yeah. yeah. Dehydrating me with all its yeah. sugar and powders. Wait but... out in our kiddie pool and just enjoying the sun. Here's the question. Well, will we let our son have the leftovers? We don't normally even give him juice too often. <laughs> <laughs> Straight sugar. We should give it to him before he goes to school. There we go. Then That's we a good breakfast treat. <laughs> but yeah, I... Uh... Yeah, it's what I remember, and I remember green cool, uh, green Jello tasting the same. Yeah, yeah. Now, so I'm. Um, that's the first of our three drinks, so I'm excited yeah. for some other stuff here. Now, speaking of Jello, we didn't get Jello. We got Jello pistachio pudding. Um, I had this as a kid. You told me you didn't. No, no, I don't remember having it. Yeah, so. I came with all, with my research on pistachio pudding. I actually came across a recipe which contains the pudding, Cool Whip, pecans, marshmallows, and canned pineapple mixed together to make a Watergate salad. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds delicious, and I want to make it. But now I wonder if it was named after the hotel, like the Waldorf. Oh, we'll salad. get into this. <laughs> we'll get into this. Sometimes it goes by other names like Green Goop, but why it's called this? There's a couple of reasons. One is that it did come from the Watergate Hotel, and they okay, said the yeah. sous chef started serving it, and then there was the scandal, and then it became more popular. And that is one story. In that, um, another is Kraft said that it put out a a recipe for a pistachio pineapple delight salad in 1975, but then a Chicago food editor renamed it to Watergate Salad, so people were more interested in reading that article. Okay. <laughs> And the other is that it came from the name Watergate, Watergate Cake, which is a cake with a similar ingredients. And they called it that because it had icing as a cover up and it was full of nuts. Uh, there were also some things at the time. A political pun. Yeah. <laughs> called Nixon's Perfectly Clear Consomme <laughs> and Liddy's Clam Up Chowder. <laughs> I like those. I like those stories better. <laughs> I love puns. I love food puns. And maybe we'll have more a food pun show coming up. Oh, yeah. Maybe. But we also, you said Kool-Aid Day was in August. Oh, in Hastings. Maybe we should have a Kool-Aid Day, Kool-Aid episode. Mm, we, let's see how we feel. Not enough sugar, so. <laughs> now, I'll probably eat all of this that's left over. It is one of my favorites. From growing up. Let's see. If I haven't had it. Oh, we've been together 16 years, two years before that. I probably, it's been over 20 years since I've had this. Great. So you were in your 40s. 
It's exactly like I remember it. The little, it doesn't crunch so much. They're kind of like, I guess crunch, but they're kind of, the pudding is soaked in a bit. I may have had this before because it tastes familiar. Like I, I just can't pinpoint it, but I must have had it. I've had other pistachio stuff that tastes a lot like this. I had these ice cream bars. We have ice cream bars in our freezer that I forgot about that tastes like this that we should have. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you had this at my house. Not that you've eaten a lot of dinners at my mother's house. Yeah, I wonder if my mom made it growing up. I'm not sure because it's, it does taste familiar. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've had it before. I just can't pinpoint it. I can't stop eating it if anyone hears that. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah, it's nostalgia eating at its best. While we're talking, I'm going to go get those pistachio bars. All right, so sometimes we buy something and we forget, especially if it's hidden in the fridge or a freezer as opposed to the box we have. <sighs> I'm out of breath running for that. <laughs> um, so we have Chapman's pistachio and dark chocolate ice cream bars nice um yeah i didn't do a lot of research because i forgot about it but i've had these before i just want to use this as an excuse to have them what do you think dave i thought it was all right i thought the um the chocolate on the outside overpowered the filling in the middle yeah but what i could taste in the middle was really good yeah i'm just trying to get the middle i mean i love dark chocolate i know you like milk chocolate but yeah i i think a little bit lighter on the chocolate would be a nicer bar Hmm, I agree. So I think that was a good bar, but like I said, a little bit too much chocolate, but still overall pretty good. Yeah, especially if it was just like a vanilla or somewhat of a plain filling, you wouldn't want the chocolate to overfill it. Yeah, exactly. But still good. Yeah, and fun green color inside. Yeah, so I think we just need something to wash that down with. And luckily we have Jolly Ranchers Green Apple Singles to Go, which you add to water and you get to drink candy. Yeah, instead of eating it. (laughs) And I'm just tired of chewing, so yeah. this is a great alternative. So now Jolly Ranchers have been around since 1949 when a Hershey man made them, and he called it the Jolly Rancher Company because it implied a, a friendly Western company kind of. So air. you say a Hershey man? Oh. Or is that no, a No, I from- said Hershey man. I just made a mistake <laughs> by a guy, and I said... and. Now Hershey owns the company after oh, so many. Okay. Sorry, the, I, ju- I did say a Hershey man. Now, a lot of the flavors are just fruity and not very exciting, but I came across their Hotties collection, which had watermelon and cayenne, blue raspberry and sriracha, nice. and green apple and ginger. Those all sound pretty darn good. Yeah, but we just have green apple. So, may you be in heaven a half hour before the devil knows you're dead. Wow, that is green apple. I smelled it before I drank it mm-hmm. because I'm civilized. <laughs> I swished it and spit it in a bucket. <laughs> I know. People can't see that and how sophisticated we are yeah. right here. I'm glad we got that spittoon out. So. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it smelled like a Jolly Rancher candy. Mm-hmm. And then it tasted like a little bit less sweet of a Jolly yeah. Rancher. Ref- but it was really good. I refreshing. Really yes. Yeah. I'm finish this whole cup i don't normally finish a whole cup of sugar but yeah i mean it says add to bottled water i don't know we use tap water does that make it not following directions well we just get different results yeah i can tell you it would be way better than what we get in edmonton (laughs) yeah i'm gonna start that fight right now it's probably way better than some of your protein powder you've been having in your water (laughs) yeah i'm pleasantly surprised i like jolly ranchers they're okay they're not my favorite but jolly rancher singles to go for water i would drink more water if yeah i had I, these I like around that. 
Yeah. Yeah. So now after drinking that, I just want to chew on something. Yeah. I'd like to do it in a high, a high kind of atmosphere. I'm actually pretty excited for high chews. I've never had a high chew. I don't think I have either. Heard of them. This is also green apple, another green yeah. apple high in a high chew. So, so high chews were made by a Japanese man named Taichiro Morinaga as an alternative to gum because I guess it's taboo to spit out food that you put in your mouth in Japan. Okay. So he developed something called Chulets, and there were a couple of other things the Morinaga company made, and high chews were developed in 1975. Nice. Now, they held a contest in 2018 to see which flavor from Japan should be introduced to America and the dragon fruit flavor won. Nice. Which, uh, it'd be interesting. I'd like to try those. I'd like instead of the outside being white with a color, I'd like it to see be like pink with a white color, like a dragon yeah. fruit. Or the dragon fruit we had in Maui, which was like nice bright purple inside, right inside. which was delicious. Right off the tree or yeah. tree? Well, yeah, I think it was because we went to a dragon fruit farm. Yeah, we didn't pick those. So they became popular in America because of the baseball player Hiroki Kuroda of the Yankees, who used to put it in like the bullpen. I guess they always have gum and variety of candy, and he put high chews in, and it just okay. took off in the baseball community. So nice. Let's see if we're like professional athletes. <laughs> Looks nice, kind of white on the outside, beautiful green in the middle. Yeah, kind of like they say, like gum, kind of, it's a candy you can swallow, but a gum-like consistency. It was good. It was good. It went really well with the Jolly Rancher drink. They like, really complimented each other. That fake green apple flavor is a really good flavor. I've had it yes. in a couple of things over the years, and I like that flavor. I guess it's, I do too, and it's probably one of the better fake flavors. Yeah. Way better than watermelon. Yeah. Depends on the strawberry. But green apple seems to be consistently the same all around. Yep. So, yeah, really good. I really enjoyed it. I really loved the the texture of it. It was different, unlike anything I've really had before. It's not sticky like a Starburst. And okay. it felt like gum. But then it felt like, you know, gum loses its flavor. This would yeah. be gone by that point. You don't have to exactly. spit it out. Yeah, yeah. And probably about as long as I really want gums. Because some gum, I just want you for that long. Yeah, I'm not a... I don't know what to expect from this next one, though. Oh, yeah. the um... Oh, so now we have a green mung bean cake that we bought at the TNT market. Um, Avery will post a picture. We'll try to post a picture of how they look. They're beautiful. They have little flowers on them, and they're bright green. Um, it's mung bean cake is one of the foods eaten during Dragon Boat Festivals to uh, promote seeking peace and health. Um, now, I've heard mung bean cake described as being sexually sweet and cold. So let's let's bite into it and see how it is. It looks almost like a reverse mint Oreo. Maybe I'm wrong in thinking the mung bean paste isn't. Maybe it's just bean paste in the middle. It reminds me of something. Something with almond paste or something on the outside. Like almond flour. That's kind of has a t consistency like almond flour or something. And kind of like mochi that has the red beans. I'm thinking uh, sesame oil. Mm. Yeah, I wonder... Let's find the ingredients. Maybe there is sesame. There could be sesame paste, but... Sesame oil? Sesame oil. It just says vegetable oil. But it, it was good. I liked it. It was a lot... Mm. I was expecting like a mochi flavor from it. Yeah. Just because of the color. And I'm glad it wasn't. So uh, yeah, it was really good. It almost reminds me of raw shortbread dough. Yes. It had nice... Con had that flaky consistency, like crumbly. Uh, yeah. But not overly dry. Yeah. 
I will eat all of those <laughs> over the next couple of days, not in one sitting. Nice. Two sittings. Yeah, but we were afraid of what this would be, so we our next thing is a drink to uh, wash it down with. But I don't feel we need to wash it down. But we do have to try Shamrock Shake. I'm going to tell you something right now, and I've been holding back on telling Uh-oh. you this. Is this divorce worthy? Maybe, maybe not. I don't think I've ever had a Shamrock Shake. I'm not sure I have either. I feel like I'll have it and I'll know if I did. I feel like I might have, but not sure. So, do you, what, we're going to go to the Simpsons and they argue. Chief Wiggums and Lou argue if it's mint flavor or if it's vanilla dyed green. So, do you know or? No. All right. So, I know from my research that, well, that it was introduced in 1970 as vanilla ice cream with lemon lime sherbet. Then, in 1973, it was a green-colored vanilla shake. And in the 80s, it became mint. They also used to have a shamrock sundae. It's discontinued. (laughs) (laughs) But also in the 80s, there was a character called Uncle O'Grimacy. No, (laughs) yeah, Uncle O'Grimacy. So Grimace's Irish uncle who turned everything green. (laughs) Was he big? He looked like Grimace, but but green. green. He had a little vest and a hat. You can YouTube it. I think Makes sense. I think he had a hat. It was very, it was not the best quality. (laughs) He just turned everything green and spoke in a pretty stereotypical accent. Now, there are so many pop references. I know we've even talked about Shamrock Shakes when we talked about limited edition things with Pumpkin Spice. Yeah, yeah. There's, so I mentioned The Simpsons. In Family Guy, the episode where they kidnap Jonathan Frakes from Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. And he asks for a shamrock. Yes. And Stewie says he can't have it. It's September. Wasn't that the episode where they had all the Star Trek people? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, In American Dad, Stan finds out that in, in heaven... You can get shamrock shakes every third Friday in December. (laughs) (laughs) And then this isn't as funny, but in This Is Us, Toby makes a healthy shake and he compares it to a shamrock shake. So Uh, let's just go with that and pretend shamrock shakes are healthy. So my last toast. Here's to a wet night and a dry morning. Wow, look at that color. Used to come with a cherry, but I guess 49% of people, McDonald's said, asked for no cherry, so they got rid of it. Oh, that's sweeter than I expected. That's minty. That's too sweet. I don't... Oh, afterward, my whole mouth is kind of tingling. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. It's good, but it's not good. Is it good to have once a year? I I think I'm happy just having it once every 39 years. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure I had one. I don't. It has a mint feel more than a mint flavor. Yes. If that makes sense. Yeah. And just like pure sugar. Yeah, sugar mixed with mint and ice cream. And salty. Yeah. Do you find it salty? I'm Am not I... getting salt off of it, but. Well, yeah. I guess I had built it up in my mind because I really don't know if I've had one. Yeah. And limited edition gets you all excited. Yeah. But I could see why people like it. They used to, I guess there was some shamrock shake things like frappuccinos and hot chocolates. And I guess they had a chocolate one, chocolate shamrock shake. And I think that would balance it out. Yeah, yeah. Or like pieces of cookie or something. I don't know. (laughs) Or pieces of Oreo. Maybe. Like a McFlurry. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm glad I tried it. So I'm glad we're having the next thing because... I believe this is the first item that I picked up for this episode. No, I picked up the Jolly Ranchers and the Kool-Aid and this item at the same time. Yep. 
because I was at a candy store for the movie podcast a long time ago. Yeah, these are a lot greener on the picture. So I'm kind of glad they're not as green as the picture. So we have Anastasia's Confections Coconut Patties, Key Lime Flavor. Yep. So Anastasia Confections was developed in 1984 out of Florida. And she make, and they make things like for tourists, saltwater taffy and a lot of coconut things. Okay. And this, I feel, key lime out of Florida, just like when we did the football, football episode yeah. with Vanda. We learned about key lime and how it's synonymous with Florida. So I'm excited. It looks like a little, it's square, but it's a dark chocolate cup. Yeah. With light green coconut in the inside. But on the outside, it's almost as green as the mung cake. Yeah. But it looks almost like a bowl of avo- a bowl of guacamole inside. Yeah. I'm kind of glad it doesn't look like that. Yeah. Um, I thought they were mint when you first showed them to me until I read Key Lime. So, so if you want to have a reference of what we were talking about, make sure you go back and listen to the 100th episode with Vanda and I think... Lucia was in the 98th episode or 99th episode <sighs> when we did movie food. So yeah, you can so. go back and check both of those out. Yeah. Shameless self-plug. <laughs> so I didn't get a lot of key lime. Very coconutty. Very, very delicious. It was the perfect balance. It was more coconutty than chocolate, which I kind of wanted though, because yes. it wasn't a chocolate covering on top, because that would overshadow. We wouldn't taste the key lime at all with that. And I think... Would overshadow the coconut, and it just almost like a bounty bar. Yes, that's what it was. But I thought this was better than a bounty. Oh bar. Yeah, yeah, I I really enjoyed this. I wonder if after that minty flavor from the shamrock shake, if it's harder to taste the key lime. No, because I rinsed my mouth out. Oh, with, okay, with some green apple Jolly Rancher drink. I used red wine, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I really liked it. I, I don't know if I wanted to de- be more key lime either. No, but I thought it was great. I thought, yeah, uh, we'll give our thoughts out at the end, but I thought it was excellent. It was perfectly well moist. Yeah. And I can't get over just saying moist and look Avery right in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect balance, not too chocolatey, which can be a thing we've learned like with the pistachio chocolate, like ice cream bars. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I think we should go to Orlando and see what else she has. Yeah, I like that. I might look it up online, see if I can order some stuff. Hmm. A lot of coconut, a lot of different coconut things, like different flavor coconut. I wouldn't be disappointed by that. If everything was as good as that was, very well balanced, very nice. There was a cashew crunch something, but... Yeah. Before we review all these, we're going to take a little time out and give you an ad from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. Shop local. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. If you choose Park Power, your money stays here. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local not-for-profits that are working to make a difference in their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power's owner, Chris Kazowski. And we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network, so it's a great fit. Learn more at parkpower.ca. Kazowski? I said it wrong, didn't I? I always pronounce it Kazowski, but (laughs) I'm not the greatest pronouncer of names. So, Chris, sorry if we got your name wrong, but maybe you should come on the podcast and... Maybe we could do some 
podcasting with you and, and you talk tell about us. your name and we could try some foods together. Yeah, from Polish foods? <laughs> I'm just guessing. <laughs> you could tell us if we're wrong. Yeah, so while Lena was reading that ad, I had another half of that coconut patty and I thought it was delicious still. What was what was your favorite? Let's go three, two of them, one. Oh, let me think back. Let me get this. Do, 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 I'd do, say do, 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 three would be the coconut patty for me. Wow. It was a um, hard decision, but. I'm, I'm thinking number three may have been the mochi cake. Oh, okay. Was that what it was? Mochi cake? No, green bean cake. Oh, sorry. Green bean green cake. Green mung cake. Green mung cake. That was, yeah. Yeah, that was my number two. That was, especially because it was so different than what we normally eat. Yeah. Number two for me was the Jolly Rancher drink. Mm, that was good. I thought it was really good. Nice apple, green apple flavor. I know it's a green apple fake flavor, but it was still good. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Fake flavor can be good. I mean, I might, I like apples, but I might like that better than a yeah. <laughs> green apple. Yeah. And what about your number one, Nave? I have to go with coconut patty. It was delicious. It was well balanced. It was nice. It was moist. It wasn't. It was just everything that... It wasn't too sweet. Yeah. It was just really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Probably my favorite thing that I had all day. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. What about you? The pudding. And it was nostalgia oh. eating. Brought me back. And that was a big part of it. I, I get that it. fake pistachio. Yeah. And I've had pa- fake pistachio other things, I'm sure. But it just... It brought me back. Yeah. The pistachio pudding was good. I might put that at 3A or 3B. Those two things were tied for me now that I think about it. Yeah, it was really good. So just, there was a lot of good stuff. But yeah, those coconut patties were delicious. Yeah. I don't often think I'm going to look up a company afterwards. I'm looking up this and I'm going to see if I can get more of these items. So yeah, maybe we'll have a whole coconut episode because it's a lot. It's not only coconut things, but a lot of coconut things. But those hot flavors of Jolly Ranchers sound intriguing as well. I think they might be discontinued and I'd love to try them. Because could you imagine green apple with ginger? Because that yeah. green apple is good. Add ginger, which I also love. Yeah. I can imagine that would be... Probably get rid of coronavirus. Um, Just burn it out of your system. I feel like buying lots of toilet paper gets rid of coronavirus. Well, you use it to wipe out the rim of... To roll up the rim, so it's rid of that. <laughs> oh, coronavirus. We will survive you. <laughs> And yeah, so that's all we have this week. Make sure you check out the podcast on MessHallPodcast.com, Twitter at the Mess Hall Pod, Facebook at the Mess Hall Podcast, and we're on Instagram somewhere as well. I think it's the Mess Hall Pod, as same as the Twitter account. And yeah, we'll see you all next week. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Let's get drinking. <laughs>